Hi, welcome to the Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson, and I'm here to help you to heal your anxiety naturally. On today's episode, what we're going to talk about is how to stop a panic attack. This is something that I struggled for a quite some time, that whenever I hit my anxiety disorder when I was 20 years old, I experienced it. I remember that Friday night, I didn't understand what was going on with me back then, but I was experiencing a panic attack. And I remember even when I was 12 years old, I had this week, I remember this one week that every night at the same time I would experience a panic attack. I didn't know what it was back then as well. I thought that I injured myself because I remember a week or two before I did injure my chest. So I thought that's what it was. But after the doctors checking the x-rays and MRIs and you know doing all sorts of tests, I remember when I was 12, they told me like, hey, nothing's wrong with your chest. And I remember one paramedic that used to come Every single night that week, he said, listen, I think your son is just experiencing panic attacks. I remember he told my parents, but my dad didn't know what it was. He's like, no, no, no. He injured himself. It's impossible that, you know, that he's hyperventilating. Like, you know, he didn't know that exact word, but he was like, he was hyperventilating and that his chest hurts. It makes no sense. There has to be something wrong. You guys are not checking enough. But lo and behold, years later, whenever I was discovering and understanding of what was going on with me and how to stop my panic attacks, I realized when I was 12 years old, I had panic attacks. And it got worse whenever I hit my anxiety disorder when I was 20 years old, and I had them more frequently, and they were more intense than they did before. And I ended up in the hospital a few times because of that. And even the cardiologist office, because I was so I was so nervous that there was something wrong with me. I thought I had something wrong with my heart. But thankfully, thankfully, nothing was wrong. I just had the panic attacks. And I know I'm just saying that so like lightly and I, it's not because the symptoms that you feel with a panic attack is very intense. It's very, it really is intense. And it's not a light thing, of course, to experience. But I'm saying like comparable to a heart attack or something more serious, like medically, it is, thank God that I've had panic attacks. But again, it's not a light thing, of course, to experience or an easy thing to experience or go through. Uh, I'm speaking from my own experience. And the way I actually discovered, and I was, whenever I was 20 years old, I didn't understand what was going on with me. I was lost. I, I really was confused of what was I experiencing. It took me such a long time to find somebody because the doctors didn't know what was going on with me. They just said, listen, everything's fine. It seems like they're having a panic attack. I'm like, I have no idea what that is. And they're like, oh, whatever you are experiencing. I'm like, okay, so what's the solution over here? And all they say, oh, you just got to take a pill. I'm like, I don't want to take a pill to stop my panic attacks. And I was trying to find a solution. And thankfully, 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 I finally found somebody who went through anxiety himself. And he knew exactly what I was experiencing, which helped me out so much. And he helped me and showed me how to stop a panic attack and how to calm it down. And this is what I'm going to share with you guys over here. And which really helped me to calm down my panic attacks. And literally, whenever they do, whenever they did happen, I was able to like, instantly calm them down and not let them take control and overwhelm me and be so intense. So I'm going to share that with you guys here today. So the first thing that you want to do whenever you're experiencing a panic attack, after a while, you're going to understand like, hey, this is what I'm experiencing. I know that I'm experiencing a panic attack. So what you want to do, the first thing is acknowledge that you are having a panic attack, that you are experiencing a panic attack and that it's nothing and it's nothing serious because a lot of us think that we're having a heart attack or another medical condition, and we get really nervous, and we feel like we're about to die, we feel like we're about to faint, or feel like we're about to lose control. So we want to acknowledge the first thing is to understand, like, hey, 
I am having a panic attack right now. This is what I'm experiencing. I've experienced this before and I was able to overcome it. But right now, this is what I'm experiencing, a panic attack. The second thing you want to do is whenever you finally understand, okay, you know what? I'm having a panic attack right now. You want to find a seat. It doesn't matter where, if you find a bench, if it's on the floor, it doesn't matter where. Just what you want to do is find a place to sit because you might feel a little dizzy. You might feel like you're losing balance and you want to get something someplace steady so that you are more grounded. And also what this will do whenever you're looking for a place to sit you focus on that because, again, our focus right now is on the panic and whatever is in front of us or what we're experiencing. But what we want to do is get the focus off the panic. That's the key thing over here. We want to get the focus off our panic. The third thing is if you have some water around you or you're holding a water bottle. I know most of us do. I remember I did. I would carry water with me everywhere, everywhere I would go. And if you have water, you want to splash some on your face and on the back of your neck. Uh, a little bit to help you to calm down because water for has some sort of, I don't know, there's something amazing about water that helps you to calm down. Number four is tell yourself it will pass. Tell yourself that, you know, I've experienced this before. This happened to me before. Nothing bad happened to me. Even though you ended up in the hospital, right? You may have ended up in the hospital before, but thankfully nothing was wrong with you. And you want to tell yourself, like, hey, everything is fine. I've had this before. It will pass just like I did in the past. This thing will pass as well and I will be fine. Number five, what you want to do is accept. And I know this is a hard thing to do because most of us, all of us, actually, we want to fight this thing. We want to push this thing out. We don't want to experience a panic attack ever. We want this thing out of our lives. But what you're doing is not you're not accepting the fact that you have panic attacks. What you're doing is you're accepting the thoughts, the feelings and the physical sensations, because whenever you're experiencing these thoughts, these feelings and physical sensations, you're no longer fighting it because think about it. Whenever you have a panic attack, what's happening is that you're either in a fight mode or fight mode. So if you're fighting, you are creating more anxiety. That's what's happening over here. So you are also showing that, hey, this is a problem. This is a problem over here to have a panic attack. And we don't want to do that because if we're going to show that this is a problem, that we are experiencing a panic attack, our amygdala will confirm and say panic attacks are dangerous. And this is why we will avoid situations. But whenever we're accepting the thoughts, the feelings and sensations, so you know what? I am not going to fight you. I'm just going to experience you. I'm just going to feel you. I'm just going to accept the thoughts. I'm not going to try to control anything. What you're doing is that you're putting less stress on yourself and you're putting less pressure on yourself. And what this does is that it turns off your fight and fight mode. It shows to your amygdala, it reprograms your amygdala and tells, hey, listen, panic attacks are not dangerous. Nothing bad can happen from a panic attack. We are safe. So it's reprogrammed the amygdala. That's, that's, that's a major thing to say, hey, panic attacks are not dangerous, which will, by the way, stop your panic attacks because what's happening is that you are you are not sending a signal anymore to the sympathetic nervous system like, hey, there is something wrong over here. There's something dangerous over here. We need to prepare ourselves. The fight and fight mode activates which causes a panic attack. You understand? So what we want to do over here is 
reprogram the amygdala and say, you know what, we are fine. I am accepting the way I feel. Everything is fine over here. I am safe over here. There's nothing wrong with my thoughts. Whatever I'm feeling, the physical sensations, I am just going to sit here and accept it. And that's the second thing. It will turn off your fight and fight mode. It will take off pressure, like I said before. It will take off the stress. It will take off your worry also that you're always worried. Hey, am I going to have a panic attack? Hey, is this going to happen right now? Am I going to avoid this situation so I shouldn't have a panic attack? So it's turning off your fight and fight mode by putting less pressure on your sympathetic nervous system and also reprogramming your mind and showing you that, that everything is fine over here. So again, acceptance is a big thing. And you just want to say, I accept the way I feel. I accept my thoughts. I accept my physical sensations, whatever I'm experiencing. I am safe over here. There's nothing wrong with experiencing a panic attack. My body is operating normal because I believe that I'm in a, in a dangerous situation. So that is number five. Number six, understand that panic attacks are not dangerous. Like I said before, step number five is tell yourself that panic attacks are not dangerous. This is exactly how the mind and body operates, by the way, whenever it believes in it's, it's in a dangerous situation. That it sends the amygdala, it's like, hey, we're in a dangerous situation. It sends a signal to the sympathetic nervous system, activate the fight and fight mode. Since our sympathetic nervous system is just overloaded, it can't filter out certain things. So it activates the fight and fight mode automatically, and we start feeling panicky. We start having symptoms. The issue here is not that panic attacks are dangerous. The issue is here is our perspective of what we see as a dangerous situation. Again, we need to reprogram our mind to tell that panic attacks are not dangerous and that the situation that we're in is safe. That's something that we need to tell ourselves. And it's true. Panic attacks are not dangerous. It can't cause you, by the way, to faint. A lot of people are afraid that they're going to faint. It's impossible because whenever you're having a panic attack, what's happening is that your fight and fight mode is activated. That's what's happening. It's either you need to fight out of there or you need to fight, right? So it's not in the it's not in the protocol of like fainting. Yeah, a lot of us freeze. A lot of us do do that as well, which is another part of it because we're just in shock. But we won't faint from a panic attack. The rarity of that happening is like point. It's like zero point one percent of the chance of ever fainting. But again, we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on the ninety nine percent. And also ask yourself in the past, from the past experiences that you had panic attacks. Have you ever fainted before? Number seven, we can use grounding techniques and focusing techniques. So after, whenever you are right now acknowledging, right? You're acknowledging, hey, I am experiencing a panic attack. I'm like, okay, let's find a seat. Let's sit down. Afterwards, we're putting some water on our face and on our neck to calm down. And we were telling ourselves, we're talking to ourselves, hey, this will pass like it did in the past. Nothing bad happened to us. We're totally fine over here. And then we start accepting the way we feel, our thoughts, our physical sensations. We're not fighting it. We're not pushing it out. We do not want to push it out. I know that it's hard to do, but if you want to calm down your panic attacks and not experience it, we have to stop fighting it because the fighting, if you realize it has increased your panic attacks and it hasn't done any good, it hasn't given you the results that you want. If you want something new, a new result, we have to try something else. So we need to accept the way we feel, even though it is the quite opposite of what you have been known for your entire life. But sometimes what we think we know is wrong and what we might 
see other people have experienced or people that have done and succeeded, we want to follow them. Just like in business, if somebody has been successful in a business, we want to learn from that person. Like for example, Elon Musk, we would all like to learn from him of what his knowledge is. So as someone like me, I'm again, I'm not comparing myself to Elon Musk. This guy is a genius and he's amazing at what he does. But in the anxiety world, I have overcome my anxiety and stopped my panic attacks, and this is what helped me. So we wanna we wanna take away our our opinion in a way of what we think really helps and what protects us and just try out what has helped others in overcoming their panic attacks. So after we have done that, those five steps, we get to the sixth step and we tell ourselves, hey, listen, panic attacks are not dangerous. Panic attacks are they're perfectly fine. Our body's operating normally to a dangerous situation. We're just perceiving this as dangerous. We got to tell ourselves, hey, panic attacks are not dangerous. We are safe. I am in a safe place. So step number seven is a grounding or focusing technique. You can use either or. It doesn't really matter. Or you can easily use both. It's amazing. It really, really helps you get grounded because right now we are in our mind too much and we want to get ourselves back into reality of whatever is going on around us. So a grounding technique, I'll explain to you how it works, is the first thing what you want to do is acknowledge five things that you see in front of you. So for example, five things that are in front of me right now is this mic, is my laptop that's in front of me, the desk. I see lights in front of me and I see a couch that's in front of me. Those are five things that I can see. And then what you want to do is acknowledge four things you can physically feel, not emotionally or whatever you're thinking about or anything like that, what you physically, what your body is currently feeling. So four things that I feel right now is my legs touching the ground. My body is touching the chair that I'm sitting on. My hands, my arms are on the desk. They are leaning on the desk. And as well, I do feel, I'm trying to think of something else. My feet are touching the shoes. So those are four things that I feel physically. The next thing what you want to do is three things that you can hear. So you want to close your eyes and you want to hear three things that you can hear around you. So I'm in a pretty quiet place right now, but I will try my best to hear three things. Number one is I hear my own voice. Number two is I hear airplane passing by. And number three, I hear birds chirping outside. So those are three things that I can hear. After you acknowledge three things, then what you want to do is acknowledge two things that you can smell. So it's going to take a little bit. Sometimes, you know, it happens. But the point is to get your focus, not to do it fast, but to get your focus off the panic. So two things that I can smell is my breath and the mic that I am talking into, the foam that's around it. The next step is one thing that you can taste. So I know a lot of us experience a dry mouth, so that is one thing that we can taste. This helps you, again, to get your mind back into reality and out of your mind. That's what you want to do. That is the grounded technique. The focus exercise is take any object that's with you. I know a lot of us, if we're carrying a water bottle, or a set of keys, your phone, whatever it is, what you want to do is look at its detail, pay focus on its detail. So for example, I have a water bottle in front of me. I'm just going to focus on its detail. Its detail is that it is has a green wrapper, the words Poland Spring, it has a nice small cap on the top, it is clear, um, there is a nice design and shapes all around. It is circle on the bottom. It is long. It's tall. It's a one liter bottle. 
Um, it's clear inside. So, and there's on the cap itself, there's little lines all around. And you know, whenever there is on the bottle cap, whenever you twist it, there is those lines that grip the cap to keep it there. There's a separation between the cap, the top and the bottom piece. So again, what you want to do over here is basically look at all the details. You can look at everything of the design, the colors, the way it looks at the smallest detail, and it just gets your focus off the panic. Again, the point over here is to get your mind out of your, get yourself out of your mind and into reality and what's around you. It helps you to calm down. Step number eight is something called a visualization technique. This is something that it's more of a training. It's not whenever you're experiencing a panic attack, but whenever you're like, you want to like train yourself in stopping your panic attacks, because the more you train yourself, you'll be better prepared in controlling and stopping your panic attacks in the in the right way. So what you want to do is whenever you're home or in a safe place, wherever you feel safe, you can close your eyes and visualize yourself at a time when you had a panic attack or even in the future events that you need to go someplace that you know that it can cause you a panic attack. And what you want to do is two things. Number one is that you want to view yourself as a third person watching yourself having a panic attack. And what you want to do is coach yourself. Come to that person and coach yourself and try to calm him down. So you are a third person just like... If somebody came to you to calm down your panic attacks, you are going to come to yourself as a third person and calm yourself and coach yourself in calming down your panic attacks using these steps. That's what you want to do. So again, you want to close your eyes and do this whenever you're in a safe place. Another thing you to do is picture yourself. This is the second thing you can do is picture yourself having a panic attack whenever you're in a safe place or at home, whatever it is. And then you want to walk through these steps to calm yourself down while you're experiencing in your mind, like you're visualizing yourself having a panic attack and you want to walk yourself through these steps, step by step and how to like calm down your panic attack. Again, this is going to be really uncomfortable sometimes for a lot of people and you do this with a coach. Um, but if, again, if you want to try this at home, I highly recommend trying it out. It just really helps. I think most people like the third person more than the themselves picturing a panic attack because it helps them because whenever we help others, we help ourselves. So the third person is something that I did and it really helped me out in visualizing somebody else. But again, me and me coming myself as a third person and helping myself out to calm down my panic attacks. That really helps out. Or you can even put a different person, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what. It doesn't. Have, you don't have to picture yourself. You can picture a, a different person and you coming to coach that person. You understand? That is something that really helped me out the most. Again, picturing yourself to have a panic attack, it really freaks people out and it's kind of hard. But again, you can try whatever one works for you. But again, this what the point of the here is to help you and guide you and give you that training and experience so that whenever you do have a panic attack, you're able to handle it much better. It just clicks in your head because whenever you're having a panic attack, you're not really thinking about these steps and we need to train ourselves in order to get to that place. Number nine is don't be hard on yourself. I know a lot of us were really, really hard on ourselves and it is very difficult not to be because we want to get this thing out of ourselves. We want to get it out of our system. We want it to stop. But the reality is, is that it's going to fluctuate and fluctuate is going to have ups and downs and it doesn't mean that one day it's going to get more intense and one day it's going to be less 
meaning that it's going to improve, but it's going to go up and down improve. It's just going to go an upwards charge, but it's going to go up and down. So that's what's going to happen whenever you're working on yourself. You're going to see that it's getting better over and over again. Of course, there's other things that we need to do uh, besides working on the surface level of panic attacks. There's something inner that's bothering us, and that's something we need to fix and we need to heal, and that's what's something that I do. But eventually, you're going to be able to control your panic attacks in such a way that whenever they do come, you're going to build this confidence and knowing how to stop it. But the thing is, don't be hard on yourself. Give yourself compassion. Tell yourself that... It takes time, it takes work, and you eventually will overcome this. Tell yourself, listen, if other people are able to do this, then it's possible for me to stop this. I was able to stop them, and I haven't experienced them ready for nine years. So you're able to as well. You just haven't had the right tools, and you even have the right direction maybe or the right coaching in helping you to stop that. But it's definitely, definitely possible. Don't say to yourself, it's impossible. I'm never going to be able to overcome this. Why is this thing not going away? I've been trying such a long time. It's nothing improving. Those words don't inspire. They don't give you motivation. So what you want to do is give yourself motivation, give yourself inspiration by telling yourself, like, hey, listen. You're doing a great job. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some work, but eventually we will get there. We're capable in overcoming this. Other people have as well. So we too as well. We are capable in overcoming this. Something important, guys, before we end the episode is that remember to practice this thing every single day. Practice makes improvements. Eventually, you will see that you will be able to stop your panic attacks instantly and even stop having them altogether. I did create a blueprint, a free blueprint that you guys can download. It's on the link below. You can check that out so that you guys can have it step by step. I know this is pretty long episode over here. And if you want it step by step, you know, visualize in front of you so that you're able to do it quickly. I did create a blueprint. Check that out on the link below. You can download it. And if you guys did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. Again, the reason why I ask is so that I can reach more people and help more people because my mission in this world, my purpose that I was brought down here is to help people to overcome their anxiety. And that's what I want to do. And it's my passion. And I understand your pain and struggle. I've been in your shoes and I want to show you that it's possible to overcome. So check that out. I also have a course and I'm also having a live coaching event. I'm going to be the host where it's going to be a weekly coaching event. I think over eight weeks it's going to be. And also, asked, and also after that, every single week, we're going to have a Q&A so we can ask questions. It's going to help. This will help like-minded individuals connect with one another so that we don't feel alone because a lot of us do. And we're able to help each other to overcome our anxiety together. I am going to be coming that out. I do recommend reserving your spot. The link is as well below. Check that out. Take care, guys, and I'll see you guys in the next episode.